Hello and welcome back to Forging the Tip of the Spear. I'm your host, Mike. And today I'm actually going to change directions a little bit. I originally had plans to record a very different video for you. But this morning, I'm recording this now in the afternoon. Uh, this morning, life got in the way. And I think that what I realized today might help a lot of people, might um, kind of put a little bit of perspective for people and make you realize that it's not just, it's either this or it's not, you know, it's, it's not a zero sum game. There's a lot of things that you can do. Um, you can pivot, you can do things. And, you know, I had touched on it, but the theme of today is avoid making excuses as much as possible. And let me explain why. So, this morning I woke up at my normal time of four o'clock so that I could have, you know, an hour to an hour and a half, two hours of time just to myself so I could uh, work on this so that I could do a little bit of reading so I could do a little bit of working on myself to try and move myself forward. You know, it's something I've been talking about consistently. You know, I only get up at that time because it's the only free time that I really have with having two small boys, um, a full-time job, a wife, and, you know, other responsibilities. I think that's something that obviously a lot of people probably can relate to, that you're being pulled in a lot of different directions at all times. And if you're really not very careful, you're not very vigilant, you are going to miss out on something either you want or you hope to do. And it's going to, you know, I mean, think about how many times have you been sitting down either at work or with family or something. And before you realize it, hours had passed and you lost track of the day. For me, I can tell you it happened a lot. Um, and even, you know, I would even delude myself sometimes. I would buy planner after planner after planner after planner. And I would try and schedule, you know, every minute of the day or schedule every hour of the day or schedule how to maximize the day. And I still use planners today, you know, and I'll talk about that in a little bit. But, you know, I used to think that if I wrote everything, single thing down, because that's what I had heard, that it's somehow going to solve all of my time management problems or it's going to solve all of my um, issues overall. And that just wasn't the case. In fact, actually, I probably was starting to stress myself out a little too much because sometimes life would get in the way. And if I didn't execute on number one, then number two kind of fell apart and then three was gone and four wasn't even a consideration and then five. And then by the end of the day, I thought to myself, I haven't accomplished anything. Look, all these things I was supposed to have done. I didn't do, you know, I was too ambitious with certain things. I wasn't ambitious enough with other things. And I was just letting myself down. And then that became an odd cycle of where I would make excuses about why I either wouldn't do something, couldn't do something or wouldn't even try. And, you know, I fell into that trap for anyone that's a new parent. Um, I think we have a tendency sometimes to fall into that trap because life with a newborn is extremely difficult. Um, you know, I, I remember once saying to my wife, I don't know how a single parent does it. You know, I, I, I have such an unbelievable respect for them 
because the two of us were doing it. We were really splitting it up. We were, we had a real plan. We had really great communication, my wife and I, and we were still struggling. We were still struggling terribly. And even when the boys started to get a little bit older and they became a little bit more, you know, able to leave them for a minute or able to, you know, let them sit and eat breakfast or let them, you know, do something. I would continue to make excuses for things. And that became this vicious cycle that I was on for, uh, I would say, probably years where I was overweight. I wasn't working out right. I wasn't taking care of myself. And I kept making these excuses. You know, even with my career, I would make excuses why I wasn't applying for new jobs. And I was making excuses why I wasn't trying for things or even making excuses why I wasn't necessarily giving my best work at all times. And I'm not saying that, you know, I was just sitting there slacking off. I mean, at times I probably was, but there was no real, you know, attention to detail there. There was no earnestness for me to give it my all, you know, and I, and, you know, you hear the saying a lot, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And, you know, sometimes I would dismiss that. I'd be like, yeah, that's nonsense. But in a lot of ways, it's actually kind of true. You know, how you do one thing in some ways really is how you do everything. You know, do you take things that are serious seriously? Do you take things that aren't serious, not seriously? You know, do you do you make excuses? For me, I would make, oh my Lord, I would make more excuses when it came to eating and exercise than anything that I could possibly imagine. And let me give you a perfect example, and I guarantee if you're listening to this, you probably were in the same boat. You know what? I'll just have ice cream tonight. It's the last time I'll have it. And then tomorrow I'm going to eat clean. Monday I'm going to eat clean. Monday I'm going to start a diet. Monday I'm going to change my life. Or my absolute favorite is, you know, I could just have a little. I'm not going to have any more. And then the sleeve of cookies is gone afterwards. Um, you have to, and this dovetails with what I was talking about yesterday truth and honesty with yourself is first and foremost. Now, listen, if you're somebody that can do moderation, you can have a single cookie and you can push it away and not have any more, more power to you. That's fantastic. That's somebody like um, my mother. My mother is just like that. She has that ability to do that. And I, and I commend her for it. I think it's fantastic. I don't believe in moderation. I think that that is not great advice, especially for somebody like me, where I look at it as I would rather not have something than have a little bit of it. And I know that sounds utterly ridiculous, but for me, one cookie does not make me happy. It just makes me want more cookies. Whereas if I have no cookies, I don't actually miss cookies, which is an odd sort of thing, but that's just me. That's something that I have found along the path for me. And it's something you're going to have to figure out for yourself. Are you the kind of person that has a real problem when it comes to sweets or not. If you're not, that's great. If you are, you know, you may want to consider that. In a lot of other aspects of life, I don't have that issue. But when it comes to specifically food, um, I have that issue and I have to be honest with myself and I can't make excuses that, oh, this, this will just be the last time or this is just the last uh, scoop of ice cream. No, no, it's not. No, hey, come on. You know how many times I've said this is going to be the, the last piece of cake I eat? <laughs> I couldn't even count it. If I had to fill it up, it'd fill a whole bakery. That's how many times I have said that to myself. 
And I guarantee you've done the same thing. The reason I'm talking about don't make excuses today is this morning, I I really wanted to make an excuse. I really was not going to record this podcast. First of all, I woke up, I was really tired. You know, I didn't go to bed till 1130 last night, woke up at four, not a lot of sleep. Um, you know, my wife goes in at night. I like to make sure she gets in the car. She leaves. She's safe. And then I like to stay up a little while just in case something happens if she needs me or, or something. And I like to make sure that at least I'm ready if need be. But um, woke up this morning. I was very tired. Did not really want to even come downstairs. I was going to push news and, you know, I got up anyway, went downstairs. I sat downstairs in my living room even for like 15 minutes because I was just so out of it. Drank a little water, started to get myself back together and started to come down to the basement where I have my office where I tend to do a lot of this. And I started to do my daily practice where I read from the Daily Stoic and I even got um, uh, Robert Greene's Daily Laws. I read, I read one passage from each and I do a little bit of journaling. I would say I was about three lines into my journaling when my oldest son woke up. I had the monitor with me. He wakes up and he starts calling out for me. He says, Daddy, Daddy. So I immediately go upstairs to find out if something's wrong. I don't know if he was scared. I don't know if he had dropped something. And I go into the room and he's ready to get up. And it's 437 in the morning. Very early. And I, you know, I try to coax him going back to bed. But if you have a you know, a strong-willed four-year-old like I do, <laughs> that's not going to happen. And of course, lo and behold, um, they have my two sons have bunk beds. My younger son uh, wakes up and I say, well, you know, you got to go back to sleep. You know, it's, it's, it's the middle of the night. It's very early. No, no, no. My younger son, no, no, I'm ready to go downstairs. No, no, I'm going down. And I was like, oh, great. And there was a large part of me that wanted to write off the day because it wasn't going according to plan. You know, I wasn't getting that hour or hour and a half or whatever time to myself. You know, I had to start being dad, so to speak, or, or filling a role, you know, within 40 minutes of getting up. And I didn't get that normal time. And there was a really strong compulsion that I was like, oh, you know what? You've been putting in a lot of work. You could take a day off. And there was a real battle going on in my mind for hours and, and I really mean this for hours I um I was gonna take the boys for a walk but it was actually kind of cold this morning it was about 50 degrees and I was like eh, I really don't know if I want to throw them in the stroller in their pajamas right now and then it had started to drizzle so I was like oh forget it that's not gonna happen and usually in the past and I think that a lot of people would understand this or be able to relate to this there's a voice in your head that says ah you know you could you could relax a little you could take off a little you don't have to push yourself so hard and generally that voice would win out and there would be a lot of shame at least internal shame for me when that voice would win out and I wouldn't do what I had wanted to do and you know you beat yourself up about that you know you, you obviously if you let yourself down there's there's a hurt there I think at least there was for me in a lot of ways, you know, I was very disappointed in myself and I was very, um, I guess in some ways you kind of feel betrayed because there's a part of you that knows you can do it, that knows you should do it, 
And then there's a whole other part of you that just is fighting against that part in some way. And I don't, I don't really know why. I don't know why we sometimes seek comfort, but you know, you make the excuses. Oh, you know what? You, you've done this six days in a row. You could take a day off or, you know, you don't have to try so hard. And I'm not talking about when I mean excuses, I mean, made up reasons why you shouldn't do something that you know you should. I'm not talking about a reason for not doing something that you know you shouldn't do. Like, for instance, if you have an injury or you have, um, you know, something that you have to do, that's very different. You you really have to listen to those things. I'm talking about made up reasons, you know, reasons you tell yourself for why you shouldn't have to do it. Um, you know, I when the pandemic first started, especially, I gave myself more excuses than I care to ever admit. I used to say, why would I get up early? I don't need to get up early. I'll just sleep in, you know, and I would leave it to my wife who would get up sometimes at five and let her take the boys and I would sleep till six. And there's a part of me that was so disappointed in myself. Why would I make her do that alone? Why would I not get up and try to plan my day so at least I'm doing something to move myself forward? And that happened for a while. Then it would be the same thing with food. You know what? I deserve to have, uh, you know, you know, I haven't had ice cream. I'm going to, I deserve to have ice cream. I, you know, I accomplished some mundane little task that actually really wasn't accomplishing anything. It was just something that you had to do, like, um, you know, getting a work job done that needed to get done anyway. I would do that a lot. I, I would make a lot of excuses for myself. I was very guilty of it. But, and this is the big but, and I, and I think this is so important and I'm so thankful for what I have been seeing in terms of the changes for myself. I didn't make that excuse today. I didn't let that voice win. I started thinking after about, you know, two, three hours of battling in my own mind. I started to think, okay, what could I do today? And how would I do it so I still accomplish my goals, even if they're not exactly what I want to do them? How do I still accomplish them? How do I figure out a way? I, you know, and I said to myself, I was like, it's only eight o'clock in the morning. You mean to tell me that I can't find time to do what I need to do today in this time frame? You know, and then you start and then the internal monologue that I was starting to have with myself was, of course, we can do it. What are you talking about? We got this. We'll figure it out. It doesn't have to be perfect, but we can get it done. We can move ourselves forward. So after taking my older son to soccer, I came back home, put them down for a nap. My father-in-law happened to be here, so he watched them. And I grabbed my weight vest, and I went on a three-plus-mile burden walk while listening to a podcast. Really pushed myself, tried to keep my heart rate up, tried to move fast, you know, just you know, more like power walking. And boom. I got exercise done. I was very proud. I went grocery shopping, came back. The boys had just woken up. My father-in-law wanted to play with them a little bit. I said, okay, you know what? I'm going to come downstairs. I finished my journal entry. I'm recording this podcast now, and here we are. Um, the point that I'm trying to make is I didn't let that voice win this time. I don't think there's a special formula. I don't think that there is a little hack. I don't think there's any of that. If there is, and you found one and it works for you, that's fantastic. What I've found this time that has been different is 
I am in the discipline of getting this done. I have made a commitment to myself and it's part of what I talked about yesterday, being honest, being truthful. You know, I said to myself, I'm not going to let myself down anymore. I'm not going to let this happen anymore. And when you start to really get serious about something where you're really not going to accept those excuses from yourself any longer, that's when real change happens. You know, it, it's not a shock that the numbers on the scale, you know, are in a somewhat of a trend. You know, they go up, they go down, and that's fine. And it's, it's a very slow process. But I'm okay with that. I'm actually very happy with that. I, I, I'm good with a slow process. I want a slow process. I want something where at least I can see some sort of progress. And that's what comes back to even just going for a walk sometimes is enough. Like going on that burden walk, even if I didn't bring the weight vest, just going on a walk would have been something pushing me in the direction toward being better, opposed to the direction of giving up, into the direction of saying, eh, I'll just take off today. And then feeling shame later in the night when I'm like, but why did I waste it? You know, I didn't, why didn't I do something when I could have, when I should have? And that's why I, I changed the, the entire episode today, that's why I want to talk about avoiding excuses at all costs. Because once you start avoiding your own excuses at all costs, real growth is made. For me, I can tell you right now, I feel better. I feel different. I'm much happier with that. And I think you would be too. I think if you start to go on a journey and you, you just keep chipping away and chipping away and chipping away. And it's not that it all happens at once because it doesn't. It still hasn't happened for the most part yet. But I know at least I'm on the right path and I'm willing to just keep trying. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And I think that's where a lot of people get bogged down. You know, you don't have to be perfect. But you know if you're doing something, if you're giving effort, if you're not giving into just saying, ah, whatever, forget it. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to do this. When you keep pushing... I really think that you're going to be just so much happier and you're going to feel a sense of accomplishment by not giving in, by doing the opposite of that. And when you do those things, that's how you forge yourself into something better. You forge yourself into that sharper tip of the spear. And that's exactly why today I wanted to talk to you about avoiding excuses. Today I was able to avoid excuses. Doesn't mean I'm going to be able to avoid it tomorrow. Doesn't mean I'm not going to be able to Maybe I'll succumb to it in a week, two weeks. I don't know. But I know today I won that. And I know that that's another push in the direction of being better, of being sharper, of being stronger. And when you do that, more often than not, you become stronger and you become a different person ultimately. And that's my goal, to be the best version of myself. Not so that I win every day, all the time. That's nonsense. Not everybody wins all the day, all the time. That's, that just doesn't happen. But what it does do is it pushes you in the direction of what you want and what you think that you can ultimately become. And as you do that, that's where real joy comes. That's where real self-confidence and, and self-worth and everything comes into play. And when you start down that path, life is a whole lot different. It feels better. And you know what? You feel that there is endless possibilities. And when you have that, you feel grateful. I do at least. I just feel lucky. I hope this helped today. And if there's anything that you got out of this, it's when you stop 
allowing yourself to make excuses for things that you know you can do or know you should do, life can change in a really great direction. And it doesn't take a long time. Sometimes it can be done in just a matter of, you know, a few weeks. I've only been doing this for like three or four weeks, five weeks now. And I'm already feeling unbelievable changes. And I think you will do. You will too. Thanks for joining me for Forging the Tip of the Spear. Have a great day.